ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Judgment Card Podcast. As always, this is Miles Wilson. I hope you're having a great day, night, afternoon, whatever it is for you. Hope you're having a great one. But today, we have another rookie update for you, and this is going to be for the Jacksonville Jaguars. How you doing, my Jaguars fans? Uh, if you're unfamiliar with any of the other ones that I've done, didn't care to listen to those because you're not a fan of the team, I understand. But this is literally just going to be any news about your rookies, good, bad, or indifferent, and how that may affect them going into the season, which starts in about two weeks. So any news at all, I'm going through reading every single article that is out there about your rookies by beat reporters that are out there on the fields, listening to any interview I can get my hands on, whether that be with the teammates, the rookie themselves, or the coaches talking about the rookies. And I'm also going through combing through literally any forums I can find on Reddit, any Twitter pages that are posting any clips of your rookies and YouTube, because a lot of the practices are on YouTube. So I'm going to get right into it. Your first round pick is CJ Henderson, the cornerback out of Florida. He just got back to practice last week. Uh, he was dealing with a little bit of an illness, but he's back now. And overall, he looks like you would expect a rookie cornerback to look. Uh, one the rep, he's strive for strive with DJ Chark. And the next rep, he's getting broke off by Keelan Cole. And that's the life of a rookie corner, honestly. Now, I'm a Lions fan, so I have to deal with Jeff Okuda and what's going on with him. And even he's having a hard time adjusting in Detroit. And that's okay. The rookie, the cornerbacks are is a very hard spot for a rookie to come in and be good. It's just a hard position to adjust to. The speed is different, and you're going up against top-notch guys you're not going up against college kids it's, it's the second hardest position in football to come into the league and adjust to so none of this is really a big shock to me it's okay but you see his athleticism right away on the field that's really the main thing that was one thing he was prided on in college he was always in the right spot to make the play he needed to work on being better at the at being more aggressive and being better at the catch point and it's more of the same here He's definitely fast. You see how good of an athlete he is. And he's typically in the right spot to succeed. You just got to work on what happens when the ball gets there to him. Uh, the Jags DB coach, Tim Walton, said he's done a great job. The main thing is learning the different technique at the time. The learning of football will come, but applying the techniques with the right coverage and learning to get decent at those things is the hard part. You're trying to maybe break some habits or some things that were taught differently throughout your whole college career. and he's right. It's that's why it's so hard because you can you can dominate one way in college and then get to the league and go up against Julio Jones, and get blown out the water. So he's just got to break a couple of bad habits. Uh, he also told reporters that he's a very good athlete. He has good movement skills. He's smooth out of breaks. He studies the game a lot. The thing that I like about his technique, said Walton, he came in and came in and worked on his technique. I saw the improvement from the first few days moving forward on how he can improve each week, each day on the technique. So it does sound like he is improving every day, and that is great news up for a rookie corner. Next pick, Caleb Von Chason, the edge out of LSU. Another SEC guy. Not surprising. SEC guys are always pretty good in the NFL, and he's coming along just fine. He's dealt with a hammy injury for a little bit, but he's been on the field the last few practices, and guys like him. Uh, Josh Allen has been really vocal about how much he wants to get onto the field with him. And Doug Marone said he's been impressive and that he's excited about where he is. Uh, he's actually raved about his strength and quickness and loves, loves what he brings. And now that Yannick Ngakwe is no longer on the team, it looks like you are going to get Caleb on Chason and Josh Allen on the field a bit earlier than I thought. When I finished writing this, it was a day before the trade happened. I finished this yesterday, and now that Yannick Ngakwe is gone, I had Chason Allen 2021. 
and now you're getting Chase on and Allen 2020. So this is really, really awesome. Next pick, LaVisca Chenault, the wide receiver out of Colorado. There is absolutely no way he should have failed to the 42nd pick. I applaud the Jacksonville Jaguars front office for taking him as he should have been. This was a first-round talent and possibly would have gone day one or early day two if it weren't for an injury that held him out of the combine. Uh, wide receiver coach Keenan McArdle also raved about his ability after the catch. Uh, you're getting exactly what you saw on film. He said he had the power of Andre Johnson and reminded him a lot of Anquan Bolden. And if you're familiar with football at all, uh, these are really big dudes. These are really big, hulking receivers that are great at the catch point and are hard to bring down. He's comparing them to two legends of the game. So that is super, super high praise. Uh, Gardner Minshew called him a freak. Head coach Doug Marone said that, you know, he's an incredible athlete. I mean, when you get a visual of him, I don't think you realize until you actually see him up close how big he is, how strong he is how powerful he is. I think he can play multiple positions and it's just a matter of the time. This is excellent news. This is a third round pick that we're talking about here and he's getting praised like the first round pick that people thought he should have been. So this is an excellent pick. I'm no surprise that he is balling out for you guys. Next pick, Devon Hamilton, the defensive tackle out of Ohio State. He is progressing well and Al Woods opted out of the season. So there definitely has been more opportunity for him to showcase his talent. Uh, he was a standout in 1v1 drills on Tuesday. Really, really big, powerful dude. That's immediately what comes to mind when you see him out there on the field. Massive guy, uh, absolute mauler of a nose tackle. And he'll more than likely be a key part of the Jags defensive line come September. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets some very early reps there. Next pick, Ben Barch, the offensive tackle out of San Jose U University. He is excelling. Uh, there is lots of positivity surrounding his name. The offensive line coach said he needs some technical refinement, but he's being moved from offensive tackle, which he played in college, to offensive guard. So there's obviously just going to be a bit of a learning curve there, but it sounds like he's getting as comfortable as he possibly can be so far, and they'll be looking at him for the starting job. Uh, he's mentioned by name by the head coach. He said that he has the power and ability needed and that he's really excited about him. Very high praise for this guy. Next pick, Josiah Scott, the cornerback out of Michigan State. Uh, he has some really strong reps in camp, and it's not often you hear that about a 5'9 corner. Uh, he got some interceptions. I think he had two interceptions and a pass breakup already under his belt, so that's great, and you see his good instincts on display. And given his height, he'll probably be a nickel cornerback only. You won't see him on the boundary. And with DJ Hayden on the team, uh, he's already a really good nickel cornerback, so I, I'm not sure how much play time he'll get this season. But it is all good, all good news around him. And on top of that, nickel packages are becoming a base in most defenses. So he'll probably find his way onto the field in some capacity. And then even if he doesn't get on the field much, he gets to sit behind DJ Hayden and learn from one of the better nickel cornerbacks in the league. So all good signs around Josiah Scott. Next pick, Shaquille Quarterman, the linebacker out of Miami. Surprisingly, very good things about this guy. Out of Miami, you didn't really know what you were going to get because he wasn't, he's not the prototypical linebacker anymore. He is a early 2000s linebacker, early 2000s Mike linebacker. He's a downhill guy. You'll use him as a blitzer a lot, but you won't put him in coverage. He's not that sideline to sideline quick. But defensive coordinator Ty Walsh said he's doing a good job of picking up schemes. Uh, he noted, noted his IQ saying that he's very intelligent and that if he makes a mistake, he'll only make the mistake once. Um, that's 
great. That's exactly what you want to hear. You refer to him as a reliable, solid linebacker depth. So very good things. Uh, this is a rookie. So even if he is just linebacker depth, that's what you want to do. He's making the roster. So fantastic news. Next pick, Daniel Thomas, the safety out of Auburn. Uh, he's currently being held out of practice due to a hamstring injury. But all I could find were two clips. One of him was getting mossed by Colin Johnson, the 6'6 receiver out of Texas. And the other clip is him breaking up a pass versus the same 6'6 receiver out of Texas, Colin Johnson. So the best news for now is that he hasn't been cut and he's still on the roster. I think the next round of rest roster cuts are next week. So I guess you want to keep a lookout for Daniel Thomas to see how he has progressed by then. Next pick, Colin Johnson, the receiver I just mentioned, wide receiver out of Texas. Um, awesome picture of Colin Johnson mossing an undrafted free agent defensive back. Um, really, really cool pick, one-handed catch. And it pretty much sums up how he's been so far. He's using that 6'6 frame as much as humanly possible. If he can box you out, he has a very good chance of winning that rep. Uh, his route running looks really good, too. He was an okay route runner out of Texas. He was a, he's a big dude, though. 6'6 is not normal for a wide receiver. So it's understandable if you're not getting in and out of your breaks as smooth as you think because it's a lot of weight to move around. But as far as I can see, he's getting out, in and out of his breaks really well. His routes look pretty crisp. He's beating guys off the line, which is something that a lot of people thought he needed to work on because he's such a massive dude. He just kind of threw his size around. But him beating guys off the line is really good. That's what you want to see. Um, he broke off Trey Herndon a couple times too, which uh, this, this is really all you want to hear because this is a late-round pick. Um, personally, I don't know where he falls in the, on the wide receiver depth chart. There's just This is a really talented, deep wide receiver room, so I'm not sure where he falls, but I can guarantee you that he will see snaps inside the red zone. I can guarantee you, and this is going to be often. This is a true jump ball receiver. Do not put a small corner on him because I believe in Gardner Minshew, and I believe in Gardner Minshew's ability to get his ball to his targets and give them a chance to make a play. And when you have a 6'6 shooting guard out there playing wide receiver, it's more than more than likely he's going to win the jump ball. And next pick, Jake Luton, quarterback out of Oregon State. This is so funny because a lot of people, when they watch tape, they only watch the top end guys. When I watch tape, I watch every single person. And Jake Luton was one of my favorite prospects that I watched throughout the entire draft. It, it's not surprised, not a surprise at all to me that he's been a pleasant surprise in camp. Absolutely no shock. Loved his tape. I thought he could walk into any team in the NFL day one and be the backup quarterback and the third quarterback on pretty much every single team. I'm hard-pressed to believe that there's any other team before the draft in April that he couldn't have been the backup quarterback on. Uh, his film out of Oregon State was pretty good. There's a reason that he never threw more than four interceptions in a season. Last season, I believe he was had 27 touchdowns and only four interceptions, and he was completing his passes at about a 69% clip. And when you look at his tape, it's good reason. Uh, he's a smart guy, smart quarterback, doesn't make mistakes, takes his time. And Jay Gruden is already seeing that. Jay Gruden has called him the biggest surprise of camp and that he's been impressed with him since he, the minute he walked into the building. Uh, he played with him. He played with the ones a few times and he looked pretty natural there. I think he's right in the mix for that backup quarterback job. I don't think that's in question at all. And I think he will make the 53-man roster. If they put him on the practice squad, some team is going to scoop him up. It would be a mistake if he doesn't make the 53-man roster. Next pick, Tyler Davis, the tight end out of Georgia Tech. 
Um, this is a deep tight end room, but he's making plays and he's holding his own. Um, he's picking up Gruden, Gruden's offense pretty well, and he's developing nicely as both a receiving threat and a blocker. Uh, he also caught a touchdown from my guy, Jake Luton. So that's fun. Two, two rookies balling out together. Next pick, Chris Claybooks, the cornerback out of Memphis. They drafted him as a return specialist, and he was scouted as a return specialist. That's how I scouted him. I didn't scout him as a cornerback. But he's making plays on defense in camp, too. Um, the position coach, Tim Walton, said they anticipate him growing into more than just a return man. Uh, they see his speed, they see his strength, and they're trying to get him to work on his technique to go out there and play corner, which is incredible news because no one was looking at Chris Claybooks as a serious corner. I think a lot of people were looking at him as, hey, you're going to go back there, you're going to return a couple punts, maybe return a couple kicks, and we're going to leave it at that. But the news out of camp that they really like his mold and they want to utilize him as a corner, great news. Versatility is everything in the new NFL. But that's all I've got for you. That's it. That is all your picks. Uh, it sounds like you guys had a pretty good draft, honestly. It sounds like you knocked every single pick out of the you're, – you're getting more than you expected out of almost every single pick, and that is fantastic news. Uh, until next time, I'm, I'm done. I have nothing else for you. Thank you for lending me your time. Hope you have a fantastic day. Hope you didn't. Hope I didn't use up all of your time, but still, hope you have a fantastic day. And I'm out. That's all I got for you. Peace.